It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando magic, part of the locked on podcast network. Your team, every day. And you're indeed locked on magic. Today is July 24th, 2018. My name is Phil Prostenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Happy with you here on a Tuesday show. Going to be a sort of a quick episode, I have to say. I'm going to do what I like to call cleaning out the notebook. Got a couple of interesting news items to get to today. Nothing to go too deep into, nothing to go too crazy over, but a couple of things that do deserve... A, some mention on the podcast, and B, some quick analysis and quick uh, quick look at. But before we do that, I do want to remind everyone that while everything seems to be quieting down in Magic Land, there's still a lot going on around the NBA world and around the sports world. And the best way to get in touch with all of that is by following and listening to the Locked On Podcast Network. Our Locked On Podcast of the day for Monday was Locked On Rockets' breakdown of the impending, but not yet official, Signing of Carmelo Anthony to the Houston Rockets. Check out Locked On Rockets. Find them on iTunes to search for Locked On Rockets. You can find every single NBA team on the Locked On Podcast Network to search iTunes for Locked On and the team you're looking for. There's also Locked On Fantasy. Locked On NBA gives you the national perspective. Still going daily most on, on most podcasts now, even though we're entering the dog days of summer. Uh, but... Great way to get your perspective around the league, get your get your get your information from the local experts, just like I cover the magic with excruciating detail. There's a locked on podcast for every other team that does exactly the same. On top of all that, with the NFL coming up, 
The Locked On NFL Network is your place to go for NFL coverage. Be sure to check out the Locked On NFL Podcast Network. You can find almost every team covered by searching for Locked On and the NFL team you're looking for. And of course, as well, a growing number of baseball teams also covered by the Locked On Podcast Network. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for once again on iTunes to see if your team is covered. Like I said, a couple of quick news items I want to get to today. The first one being, this will be item number one of three. The first one being the Magic making a trade. The Dakari Johnson era in Orlando is over. It lasted all of three days, if less, if more. I don't don't know. But the Orlando Magic made it official late Monday. The team has traded Dakari Johnson, along with reportedly the draft rights to Tyler Harvey, second round pick from a few years ago, and has never played played in Orlando, never played for the Magic in the regular season, played for the Erie Bayhawks for a while, played on the summer league team for two years, but never really caught caught on. Shooting did not translate from his time in Eastern Washington. The Orlando Magic trading Dakari Johnson and the draft rights to Tyler Harvey to the Memphis Grizzlies for Jarrell Martin and some cash. Like I said yesterday when I broke down the Dakari Johnson trade in too much detail, this move for Memphis is about money. By trading Jarrell Martin, who makes who's on a rookie contract, first round pick contract, is taking the 25th pick of the 2015 draft, they save $2 million in actual salary and actually get under the tax line. So this is a huge cost-cutting measure for Memphis. Saves them a lot of headaches. to get an interesting player in Dakari Johnson, perhaps, but this is about finances. And Orlando, once again, helping a team shave their finances. But unlike that Oklahoma City Thunder trade, unlike the trade sending Rodney Purvis, who incidentally was traded to the Boston Celtics on Monday as well. Unlike that trade, the Magic actually might have gotten a player here. We'll dive a little bit into the depth chart, I think, later on in the week. Um, and that's something that, that I do want to explore. Uh, but Orlando, essentially, was down a power forward. The depth chart at power forward is Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac. Maybe you could throw Ken Burch in there. I've heard some people say Muhammad Bamba could play some four. I'm not buying that. Ken Burch at the four, I'm not a fan of either. And so Orlando needed a power forward. And in comes a guy on the final year of his rookie deal, has first-round talent, averaged about seven points per game last year, Good, def- a decent defender for what he is. Here he is for acquired for a player that you don't really need and you're getting some cash on top of it to help cover his salary. It's almost like a free player. I don't know if Jarrell Martin is particularly a good player. I, I don't think he's a long-term solution. I, I'm not even sure if he's a, a full-time reserve. This is the kind of experiment and the kind of risk that the Magic should be taking, especially with a player that they don't need anyway in Dakari Johnson. This is the kind of trade you should be making. Low-risk trade with a high potential upside. But it's very realistic to think that Jarrell Martin's going to compete for playing time. He's going to find himself pressed into duty at power forward. And last year, getting really his first playing time, he kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit, probably wasn't ready to contribute to a winning team, and that probably says a lot about him. 
But last year on that Memphis team, ravaged by injuries, he got his first real opportunity and performed okay. Averaged about seven points per game. Now, his efficiency was not very good. Shot less than 50%. He's not a good three-point shooter. I wouldn't say he's a good jump shooter at all. Can get to the basket a little bit for a four, but you don't want him putting the ball on the floor very much. Really, if it's a straight-line drive, attack. If it's not, keep the ball moving. Set it, go set another screen. That's kind of what we're talking about here with Jarrell Martin. Very kind of limited player. Not particularly long, too. That is something everyone asks. But he is a good defender. I wouldn't say a great defender. I wouldn't say throw him on the best player on the other team. But coming off the bench, he ain't going to hurt you on defense. And that's valuable, I suppose. It's it, it has some value. The difficult thing with Jarrell Martin in his three years so far in the NBA is, is really identifying his NBA skill. I, I, I mean... I watch a lot of NBA basketball. I may probably don't watch the didn't watch the Grizzlies as much as as I could. I'm not real familiar with Jarrell Martin's game, but in I, I, what I've read about him and in the little tape I've watched, it's hard to say what his NBA skill is. It's, it's, I know that's something I harp on a lot when it comes to young players, especially. Yes, you want to develop young players. Yes, you want to let them grow and give them opportunities to make mistakes, but. They still need to have something they bring to the table at an NBA level. And I think from all, every sense that I've gotten about Jarrell Martin, that's kind of been his problem. What does he do at an NBA level? Because, I mean, if you don't provide value to your team, then you're out of the league. And to be perfectly clear here, Jarrell Martin entering restricted free agency next summer if he does not play well for the Magic, if he does not fill that backup power forward role, he is probably done in the NBA. But the Magic here get a traditional four. They get a big body who's a decent defender. They get a guy who needs a chance, who needs opportunity. And Orlando is in a position to give it to him. And the fact that the Magic turned Rodney Purvis, who was going to get lost in the shuffle among the shooting guards, into Dakari Johnson, a center that the Magic weren't going to use anyway and were probably going to cut, and turn Dakari Johnson into a player that might be a backup power forward, that's not bad work. It's almost like that scene in The Office with when Dwight trades his telescope for uh, some, some Magic legumes. But being able to make those swaps and, and, and increase value is the sign of a, of a shrewd and smart general manager and management team. I'm not going to sit here and tell you Jarrell Martin's going to solve the Magic's problems. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Jarrell Martin's going to work out. I'm not sure of that. I, I think the Magic's depth is a huge issue for the team entering next season, more so than the point, uh, almost more so than the point guard position. The Magic's bench is a huge question mark, and Jarrell Martin is another question mark on that bench. But give a give a guy an opportunity, see what he can do on a team like the Magic that, that probably isn't going to win very much next year. That's probably exactly the thing you should do. So we'll see how this all shakes out and whether Martin can actually a make the roster and b win some playing time in the end.
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That was not the only big move the Magic made on Monday. Uh, The other big move, uh, more for the local crowd, so if you're not in Orlando, this probably means nothing to you, but... A very, very big move in the Orlando media landscape. The Orlando Magic announced that they are leaving their radio home of the past 27 years. I am 30 years old. I've been listening and watching Magic games my entire life. I do not know Orlando Magic basketball that is not on 580 AM WDBO in Orlando. I remember when 580 was a news station. You would listen to, I think it was Neil Bohr's leading into Inside Magic. I have always known 580 AM WDBO as the flagship station of the Orlando Magic. I know that's not the case. They were actually on another station for the first two years of their existence. But again, for the first time in 27 years, Orlando Magic basketball will be heard on the radio on a different channel. That channel being 96.9 The Game and 7.40 AM in Orlando. Both members of the iHeartMedia family, which I think is very, very interesting. The move was announced on open open mic with Mike Bianchi uh, with, with help from Dante Marcatelli. You can listen to that announcement on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Um, and it's obviously a very exciting and, and big move for, for, Orla- for the Orlando Magic. Magic have ho- had had a, uh, a, a kind of 30-minute talk show that they produce on 740 on 96.9 The Game for the last... Six or seven years, hosted by Dante Marcatelli, uh, and the uh, honestly, ninety-six nine. The game has kind of cornered the market now on sports in Orlando. In fact, iHeartMedia in Orlando has cornered the market on sports in Orlando. The Magic are now on ninety-six nine. The game, all their games. So if you're listening in the Orlando area and you're looking for the Magic's radio station, every single Magic preseason regular season, and eventually playoff game will be on 96.9 FM. 96.9 The Game. So save that station now. The games will also be simulcast on 7.40 a.m. when there is not a conflict because 7.40 a.m. happens to be the home for UCF Knights football, basketball, and baseball. So already, the two big, probably the two big, biggest players in the Orlando, um, two of the three biggest players, sorry, two of the three biggest players in the Orlando sports market are on essentially the same radio station. iHeartMedia also owns 104.1 Real Radio, which is the radio home for Orlando City Soccer Club. So iHeartMedia owns the three biggest sports properties or owns the radio broadcasting rights to the big three biggest sports properties in Orlando. That's a big deal. It's not particularly clear why the Magic decided to move off of 580 AM. Um, I, 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 I don't have any sense of it. I actually caught wind of this um, a little bit earlier than Monday. It was a big announcement Monday uh, that, that, that 
uh, Mike Bianchi in 96.9 The Game advertised. Uh, I had no clue what it was. I did get tipped off about it a little bit earlier, but was sworn to secrecy. Um, but um, it, it's... It's definitely an interesting move in the Orlando sports media marketplace because, as I said now, 96.9 The Game, 7.40 a.m. in our heart media control or have the radio broadcasting rights of every single uh, every single major sports property in the city. So if you want sports in this city, you go to 96.9 The Game or 7.40 a.m. Having said that, that was honestly probably the case beforehand. No disrespect to ESPN Orlando and 580 AM and the crew over there. They do a good job. Scott Inez, a longtime Magic Radio host, is not joining the crew, is not going to remain as the radio host of the Magic. He's going to stick with ESPN, with ESPN Orlando and 580. Brandon Kravitz will host a pre- and post-game show. He's a co-host on Open Mic. But, but again, no disrespect to ESPN Orlando, but... 96.9 The Game has has cornered the market on local programming in Orlando. When you turn on ESPN Orlando in the mornings, you get the national broadcast. When you turn on 96.9 The Game in Orlando in the mornings, you get Mike Bianchi, followed by Mark Daniels, longtime radio host in Orlando. Their drive time show from 3 to 6 is Jerry O'Neill and the Shot Doctor, longtime radio host in Orlando. That is the local station. And even when they just had Magic Drive Time, they claimed to be the home of the Magic fan. And again, with all the local programming that they have, it's hard to argue with them. And now officially they are the home of the Magic fan. In addition to broadcasting the games, they will continue to broadcast Magic Drive Time during the season that will air from 6 to 6.30 every Monday through Friday, sort of as a lead-in to Magic pregame coverage at 6.30, uh, on game days at least. Dante Marcatelli will once again host Magic Drive Time. Again, that's 6 to 6.30. You know, it's, it's team produced, so you, it has a little bit of fluff in it, but um, usually get some good stuff from, from uh, John Hammond, from Jeff Waltman, from the coaching staff, from the players. Uh, Dante does a great job uh, with that show uh, as, as, as far as, as I, I can tell. So again, the Orlando Magic have a new radio home. If you live in Orlando, it matters to you. It's not... The other thing that I think is interesting about this is I think iHeartMedia does a lot better job streaming their local stations than than ESPN Orlando did. Um, There are restrictions from the NBA, not from anywhere else, from the NBA, on how you can stream radio broadcasts. It's really like the one area where the NBA is kind of weird about media rules is with radio broadcasts. Um, But... Um, it's not particularly clear if you'll be able to stream games online through iHeartRadio if you're in the Orlando area. Um, that's not particularly clear yet, um, but I imagine it, it's definitely a possibility uh, as well. So that, that might be a, a big part of, of this deal as well as is, is, is access to online streaming to get more listeners, to get more people engaged with the Magic if they can't watch on TV, if they can't watch on League Pass. So uh, definitely something interesting to consider there. Um, you'll have a new radio station to listen to when uh, you are desperately looking for radio feeds because preseason games aren't on TV. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. 
Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Our final note today is a shout out to Magic Gaming. The NBA 2K League is nearing its conclusion. Um, you know, I, we, we've ta- I've talked a little bit about the 2K League over the course of the year. Um, the season's been going on now for a little while, and, and the playoffs are right around the corner. We're in the final three weeks of the NBA 2K League season, and believe it or not, despite the doubts, despite the criticisms, some of it coming from me, honestly, um, despite some people not believing that this team was going to make it, Magic Gaming sits in pole position, sixth place in the NBA 2K League. A nice little run, sparked by the insertion of King Cam Royalty into the starting lineup. He's a power forward, or he plays power forward on, in the game. Um, has really sparked the team. And has taken them from a team that was really struggling at the beginning of the, of the year, trying to find their way, trying to figure things out. A team that, honestly, when, when I've watched Magic Gaming, I'm, I'm really impressed with how they play as a team because so many teams in the 2K League and a lot of successful teams, honestly, just have one dominant score. And, and when you think of 2K, a lot of people just like to just go for 50 and, and that can be successful if you just draw, if you just have one guy that's just unstoppable and it's, it's a video game. So yeah, that does work sometimes. But I'm really impressed. I've always been really impressed with their team approach. And now that they've got it working, now that they've got it playing at a high le- higher level, they're reaping the rewards and getting the wins. But things are not completely settled for Magic Gaming. They got a three-point win over pay- over Pacers over the Pacers on Saturday on Friday. Um, a big win. They they were, they took a 10-0 lead, kind of held on from the ten, held on to the lead from there. Gave up the gave up the lead in the second half, but took it back. Had a scramble to stop a three-pointer. And 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 we're able to get get a stop, which is in that game there are so few stops sometimes that 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 one little bit is is all that it takes. But now Magic Gaming faces a really daunting task. Yes, they're in pole position, but two things are working against them now. One, last weekend, not this past weekend, but the weekend before that, was the final midseason tournament called the Ticket. The winner of the ticket not only got the prize money that came with the tournament, they also got an automatic berth into the playoffs. There are 16 teams, there are 17 teams, excuse me, 17 teams in the NBA 2K League. The 15th place, Knicks Gaming, won the ticket. So now instead of eight spots for the playoffs, or instead of the top eight making the playoffs, it's looking like the top seven will make the playoffs. The Magic again sit in sixth. The road to the end of the season, though, will not be easy. Magic Gaming will take on Mavs Gaming on Saturday, featuring, I yeah, on Saturday, yeah, featuring the number one overall pick, Dat Boy Dimes. If you if you're familiar at all with NBA 2K, you've probably heard of him. And then after that, they take on the third place team in the Pistons and the second place team in the Cavs. Magic Gaming sits, I believe, a game ahead of Mavs of the Mavs for the in in sixth place. So, Magic Gaming controls their own destiny. If they win two of the final three, they're probably in the playoffs. Certainly, if they win all three, they're obviously in. But the opponents are difficult. 
they are in pole position, but facing a daunting task to make the playoffs. They certainly can do it, though. Like I said, King Cam Royalty has played really, really well. Final, he was the sixth-round pick in the draft, the final pick that Magic Gaming made in the draft. He has stepped up big since entering the lineup, and I think in week three or four, um, has changed completely changed the season round. Magic Gaming lost their first two games. They lost all their games in the preseason tournament. They needed an injection of life, and, and King Cam Royalty gave it to him. He's played really, really well. Marley has played really, really well as as the center, and Magic Gaming has a lot of really has some interesting bigs that that do a good job on the glass to set up some of the guards. Guards like Supreme Puller, guards like Control, the first first overall, the first round pick for for Magic Gaming. The team still goes as Matt as Control goes. If they keep their turnovers down, they give themselves a chance to win. They're they're pretty efficient offensively. Otherwise, when they turn the ball over, I'm I'm the same way when I play 2K. When I turn the ball over, I'm in trouble. When they turn the ball over, that's when they get in a lot of trouble. But otherwise, this is a solid team. Doesn't have one standout player, unlike a lot of the other teams at the top. But they have a lot of really good players who play really, really well together, and that has given them a shot at making the NBA 2K League playoffs. We'll be following along the final three weeks of the season for Magic Gaming. Just wanted to give that update on them. They are in pole position. You can support Magic Gaming. All NBA 2K League games are on Twitch. They have a Pro-Am coming up on Thursday, heading into this week's game starting Friday. And again, Magic Gaming taking on Mavs Gaming. Let me pull up my schedule here. Magic Gaming taking on the Mavericks on, I believe it's, I think it's actually Friday. Yes, on Friday, that's at 7 o'clock. So definitely check that out if you would like. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at Locked on Magic and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Once again, the Orlando Magic Daily Mailbag is officially open. Send me your Orlando Magic questions this offseason. I will answer them. You can sub- submit your questions online on Twitter at OmagicDaily or send them by email at OmagicDaily at gmail.com. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Coming up on Orlando Magic Daily, we'll have a look at Isaiah Briscoe and what he brought to the table during Summer League as well as a look at the Magic and whether they can replicate their fast start from last year. Steve Clifford has certainly said and believes that they can. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic. This has been Philip Rostenreich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.